You're listening to 1995 Rewind. I'm Fraser Ruddick. And I'm Ryan Richards. Fraser, did you know that once, as a child, I uh, robbed a scotch egg from a, from a local store? If you're going to do crime, why don't you steal <laughs> something that's actually good? Well, okay, to clarify, I was like maybe three, I think. My mum was just pushing right. me around, pushing me around in the old, the old push chair. To, yeah, exit the store to see if I had a scoffed a scotch egg. Theft, mate. Okay. From a young age. Uh, theft. Did, did your mother go back to pay? Did, um, your, did your mother go back to pay for it? I I don't know. I've never, I, ne- I never ask her that part. I kind of just focus on the robbing of the scotch egg. But I right. assume she didn't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So she, how she was, she was a part? She was a part of your crime. <laughs> she uh, an accomplice, I would say. Um, yes. The, the main instigator, if anything. Um, I'm just, I'm just wondering how you think uh, the star of the movie where we've watched this this week would would feel about that. How how would I get judged? Well, I think he would just simply shout in your face. <laughs> I would assume. I would assume that's the case. I would assume that's exactly the case. That is right, because we've just watched the film Judge Dredd. Yeah. Ah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you, sa- you sound uh, happy about this, Fraser. Uh, am I happy? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think, um, I think happy, happiness is not really the way I'm feeling. Anyway, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Um, so the IMDb synopsis is, in a dystopian future, Joseph Dredd, the most famous judge, a police officer with, with instant field <laughs> judiciary powers, is convicted for a crime he did not commit and must face his murderous counterpart. Ooh, yeah. that's drawing me right in. <laughs> what I like is that they focus on my biggest issue of the movie is that his first name is Joseph. Really, really annoying. Yeah. Why, why is, I, yeah, why is the most it's, it's intimidating? Odd, like he's, he's, is he referred to as Joseph at any point in this film or is it always like just referred to as Dread? Um, I mean, they, he gets referred to as Dread a lot, but also... The name Joseph comes up a few times, and it it just really bothers me. It's mostly uh, by the by the uh, leader, the I don't know, the fucking president. I'm gonna say of, of the law, I guess. Um, he constantly kept calling him Joseph, and it really threw me out of the movie because that is not a name not you give exactly to your a cool uh, name. <laughs> yeah, you give to your lead of the movie, <laughs> Joseph yep. Dredd. Um, but yeah, in terms of synopsis. That seems pretty spot on, right? Yeah. Now, on the last episode, I threw this into the distance, but I I regretted doing it. So I'm just going to ask you now, Mm -hmm. and I just want a yes or no answer. Okay. Did you like this film? (sighs) I'm going to (laughs) say... Yeah. But I'm going to say it with the caveat... That it's a yeah. I, dot dot dot. I'm very unsure, and we will discuss it throughout. But like, my feelings on this movie are really complicated. Normally, I, I'm very, I can decide I, very quickly whether I'm enjoying something or not. This one's yeah, very mixed. Very very mixed for me. Um, okay. What about you? Understandable. I'm gonna have to say no. Full stop. No. <laughs> Good. Clearly more certain. I like it. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. I think I, I think once once I hit that that the final credits, I could I could instantly put that full stop on it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So as always, we reached out to our Twitter and Instagram, and what we have is uh, Epic Film Guys has said, "I an unashamedly adore this movie." Hmm. Uh, we've also had L Tech O has said. Being an asshole without meaning to is much funnier than being an asshole like the new version gave us. Sometimes the classics are oh so much better. Mm. We've also had uh, Twisted Philly has said, love that movie. And Kevin Kendrick has said, great movie despite some of the horrible acting. Guess you could say it's so bad it was good. And we've also had uh, George Dornan saying, definitely prefer the 2012 Dread. This one feels almost like a schlocky morning cartoon. Like Waterworld, the production is very 90s in terms of sets and cast. I'm sure this movie is a guilty pleasure to some, but the Schneider alarm is ringing too loudly for me to say it's good. Interesting. And over on our Instagram, we've had the compliment sandwich has just said, I am the law! <laughs> they, they <laughs> That's know. That's my favourite comment of them all. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Um, yeah, a mixed, a mixed bag of comments there, and I think that pretty much sums mm. up this movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I, 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 I wasn't sure like what, um, what people would uh, would honestly think about this film because I know when it came out, it wasn't nece- it wasn't people didn't like it, but I, I wondered if it had become a bit of a cult yeah. hit. But yeah, it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit, bit uncertain I, there. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't even think it's managed to manage to earn itself a cult tag, really. Um, yeah, mm. I, I just again, this movie's very, very. Uh, I don't know, it's a strange one. Real strange. <laughs> but not as strange as uh, Danny Eccles. Okay, I've got a review for you, Fraser. Danny Eccles. He says about uh, Judge Dredd, I can't quite decide. Is this on, uh, what's it, is this on Amazon? Um, not on Amazon, unfortunately. I've, I've moved on to uh, Letterboxd, a popular popular movie reviewing site. I don't even know what that is. Well, that's okay. okay. Us nerds know, Fraser, us nerds. Um, and uh, he says, I can't quite decide. But this may be the new Shaun of the Dead. I have absolutely no idea what he's what he's trying to say with that. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not sure what he means. I don't know how that leads to Judge Dread. I don't know why you would go to the effort of uh, writing it. But yeah, so I, I mean, I, but I thanks anyway. I, I agree with Danny Eccles. I, I, uh, uh, maybe this is the new Shaun of the Dead. I I, I don't know. No. I don't see it, the connection, it, it, to be honest. It's I don't a, see the it's connection. It's a movie. It, it exists, maybe. Maybe that's what he means. Who knows? Yep, that's a, that's about the only connection there. <laughs> this was They're filmed movies using film. Okay, thank you, Danny Eccles, for your uh, clear, okay. accurate review. Cool. All right, <laughs> so this film is directed by Danny Cannon, who had, uh, prior to this, made a film called The Young Americans. Haven't seen it. And then he went on to do the sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer called I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> he's a, he's which a, was He's got away with titles, right? Away with titles. Yeah, um, yeah. Which that film was, um, uh, you know, yeah, I, I watched it. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I watched okay. it. That's, yeah. that's yeah. definitely a thing that happened. I'm glad he... Glad he still knew what they were doing last summer. Yeah. It was the summer before that, so that kind of confusing. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're talking about. And uh, he, he then went on to do a film called Goal! The Dream Begins. Yeah, we, we've And all, then we've a all seen lot goal, of TV. Right? I, assume, I assume you've seen Goal. <laughs> you, are you Australia's big into your football? I don't, I don't know if that's a, 
Uh, wait, hang on. Is is Goal a popular film? Goal um, of the Dream Begins. I refuse to believe it is. Um, I imagine. I mean, uh, a lot of my uh, circle of friends who are big, big and big on their football will know of Goal, but uh, I don't. I don't think it's a. What big a bunch movie. of losers! Hey, hey! I will not have them <laughs> slandered. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, it it happened. I guess it's a uh, it's weird. Football's not a sport that's made for movies. I don't think. I don't think you can do good football based movies. Now here's a, here's a because you're saying football, we call it soccer over here. Uh, so you know you you you're confusing it here. I mean that's because talking soccer. You what does the word soccer wrong, mean to you? All right. What it means, what soccer means to me is that person is wrong. That's what that means to me, Fraser. All right. It's football. You play it with your foot, you kick a ball. All right, it's football. Well, well, I don't know what language you guys are talking over there in England. <laughs> the language we gave to you. Anyway, enough <laughs> of that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, oh, yeah, goals are right. Um, in terms of Danny Cannon, his filmography is uh, loose, loose at best. He also made Geostorm, I believe, which was the most recent movie. Oh, I didn't notice in, that one. Involved in it. It, was, yeah. uh, it must have been lost in the flood of 10 maybe, million maybe. Uh, TV episodes that he's, he's done. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Appa- yeah. Series. Apparently, he's a big CSI guy. Who knew? Who knew that he basically mm. invented CSI? Yeah, never watched the show, but it is popular, so I can I can give him, you know, give him mm. props for that. Yeah, it, it exists again. Uh, people. It, it exists. Fans. People Good on fans you, Danny Cannon. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of direction though this movie did did you feel he had much of a do you, do you feel a danny cannon stamp was was left on this film i would Look, say no. um i think i think there's a reason why he went from this to uh goal the dream begins <laughs> yeah he wasn't getting any more of the uh the big budget comic book superhero movies was he no, no, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know, there's there's always they're, they're releasing about eighteen of those a year, yeah, so you know there's still hope, Danny Cannon. There is still <laughs> yeah. hope. I look forward to his uh, comic book return. Yeah. Now I didn't make any note of who the writers were because there was about four of them, and I yeah. just couldn't be bothered. But good on them for all <laughs> the writing they did for this film. For what it's worth, Fraser, I made a note of one particular, uh, 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 Stephen D'Souza. Um, right why does he get the why does he make it to your notes let me explain fraser so he um was the uh writer behind street fighter have you you watched the movie street fighter i have 1994 street fighter yeah some some bad scripting in that movie right there is some awful absolutely i i I would say the entirety of it Mm. and i would say that translates pretty well to this movie so i'm looking at you steven d'souza and I'm uh, you've got a red mark against your name for me. Yeah, it's it's Steven. it's interesting to hire the somebody who wrote that film which mm. from what I recall was a flop and then bring him onto another big property like Judge yeah. Dredd and be like, "Let's just see how you go on this one, <laughs> considering you completely stuffed up that thing that was like super popular video game yeah. at the time, but let's just throw you into this one and see how you go." Yeah, it's a yeah, bold bold move on their part. Um I'm but not let, sure let's how be much... honest when it when it comes to that like at the end of the day if the script is bad that's really on the producers who mm-hmm. have authorized that script so we can't really go hang yeah, on yeah. fuck you writers like there there <laughs> were a lot of people involved who were always to say like hey well you know this script's good let's do it sure. so 
Sure. Maybe it was a great script that got that got uh, trodden on by the production. Uh, potentially. All I'm saying is there's a strong link here, right? Street Fighter, then Judge Dredd. Yes. I'm, I'm looking at you, Stephen. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Um, but yeah, so uh, and obviously it's uh, based on uh, the famous the famous Judge Dredd comic. Uh, apparently that's very yep. popular. I've never read it. Never myself. read any. No. Nope. No. No. There we go. I mean. Um, like I, I know of Judge Dredd, obviously mostly through the movies. Yeah, same, same for me. I'm, I'm sure. Like when this came out in the '90s, mm. it was like, oh yeah, it's based on a comic, and it was just kind of around that time where I kind of knew about it. Not something I've read. Not a big comic guy myself, anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, not going to. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I, I get the feeling I'm significantly nerdier than you, Fraser. Um, oh, like, like, I, I yeah, I can <laughs> completely agree with that. Uh, I I don't mind. I don't mind my comics. Um, I think you're right about it being. I think Dread, uh, Judge Dread specifically, is very kind of nineties. Um, like it's got a real nineties vibe. I think it's that kind of like pulpy nineties nineties uh, comic. But yeah, um, yeah. I, look, I, I, I would. I would have liked to go read and read an issue to mm. kind of see the comparisons between uh, the comic yeah. and this film, but um, couldn't be bothered. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, it's also hard, hard to know where to start in it. I think with comics yeah. to movies, yeah. like there's so much material out there. It's so hard to be like, right, I'm going to choose this one that's going to encapsulate, you know, what makes up a fucking thirty-year-old comic. It's a, a challenge in itself. Um, yeah, definitely. But so, um, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. just gonna, I was gonna move on. May Good. I move on? Yeah, you may, yeah. Fraser. <laughs> All right, moving into the cast, we have Sylvester Stallone. Mm. He's from every Sylvester Stallone <laughs> film there is, uh, such as Rambo, Rocky, and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people, Sylvester know. Stallone. people know. Sylvester if you don't Stallone. know, yeah, exactly. If you don't know who Sylvester Stallone is, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Why, why are you He's listening Sylvester to a film Stallone. podcast? Do you know what I mean? Why, <laughs> why have you come to a film podcast, especially about Judge Dredd, if you don't know who Sylvester exactly. Stallone is? It was that guy that was in the porno film in the 70s. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> large, <laughs> large penis, I believe. Um, yeah. He's. Uh, what, what's your What's your stance on on Stallone? Do you, do you like oh. him? Do you like him as an actor? Do you like his his vehicles? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't not like him. I mean, okay, you know, I'm not going to run away from a film. I, um, yeah, that's 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 yeah. hard to say. I mean, I, I don't think he's. He, I wouldn't say he's a great actor, but I, I wouldn't say he's a bad actor, mm. with the exception of this film. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's just, I don't know It's like all those kind of, those action heroes Like Arnold Schwarzenegger and something mm. There's something about them That draws you back Yeah uh, As far as Stallone goes, I mean It's, it, I'm not going out I'm, I'm not going to go and see the latest Stallone blockbuster sure. Really, like I think Stallone was very, is Still very much for the 90s mm-hmm. And it worked back then But uh I don't know what's he even doing now. He's 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 in stuff. He's doing oh he's doing yeah. like he's still doing the Rockies, Rock, isn't he? The, yeah, the, the Rockies and Rambo's. They're all they're yeah. all. He's still pumping those out. He's about a hundred years old now, but they're, they're yeah. still still flying. Good on him. Good on him. Yeah, um, he's yeah he's a strange one for me. I think Stallone. Like I, I think first of all his whole like the whole wheelhouse of like you know action movies. Like that's probably I don't, like I like I like a good action movie, but. 
it's for me it's more about like the actual action that goes into it whereas i think with the likes of stallone and schwarzenegger it's and van damme to an extent it's more about them like it's not so much yeah. about the movie it's you know you it's just a lone action vehicle or, and a schwarzenegger action vehicle um yeah I, like i i, I do I, I do give stallone props i think he's at least, I think he tries to make at least semi-interesting movies, like if it, like with Demolition Man, um, Stopper on Men Will Shoot. That's always a, a classic. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like he's yeah, he, I just don't think he's. It's it's really strange to me that he's such like if, if you think of Rocky, like that's genuine like a masterpiece, right? People people love that movie. Like it's in all sorts of like. I think it's on the National Film Registry, uh, the Smith, Smithsonian, and all sorts of shit. And it's like I, don't, yeah, I just don't yeah. get how he, you've made. Like I don't get how you, of every of everyone, has has made it. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think like with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think he's got more of that kind of like. There's something about him. There's that charm that I think you're, you're alluding to. Yeah. Um, I, I I agree with uh, Schwarzenegger. There's something about him because if you really think about like the Terminator films mm. and how ridiculous it is that he's walking around yeah, with an yeah, Austrian yeah. accent, but yeah. it, he makes it work. He makes him. it work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas for me, I don't. I just don't. I think Stallone's a step down from that. Like I don't. I don't. I don't know. I never find myself like gravitating to him or. Yeah. No, he's a he's a poor man's Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Stallone. I hope he listens to this one but, day. But and, he even, just, and he even, just goes Fraser. Even, Fraser. <laughs> even lower on the scale, you've got Van Damme. So you're all right, Stallone. Yeah, yeah that's true. You're not Van Damme yet. Um, although, from what I know, Van Damme's uh, you know doing well now. He's he's reached that uh, renaissance period. Also, Stallone oh. made uh, the Expendables, which is the worst thing to happen. But they all did. Well, they were all in the Expendables. Right? Uh, eventually. Wasn't that the whole thing about oh, it? Like yeah, they yeah. put every muscly action hero in those films? Sure, sure. But I think it was, I'm going to say it was Stallone's uh, baby. I think, I think he brought it into the world, which... Okay, I, 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 haven't, seen, I haven't seen any of those yeah. films, so well, sp- I don't know. Spoilers. You don't need to, Fraser. Okay. I, it's, okay, thank it's, you. It's not needed. Don't worry about it, mate. I've got you covered. We'll, um, we'll avoid. We'll avoid. <laughs> All right, shall we move on? We've also yeah. got in the cast, Armand Asante. Um, I looked at his filmography. He's in a lot of films, but not any that I care about. Um, mm. Do you have anything to say say about him? Because if not, I would like to move on to the next person on the list. Um, nothing that uh, isn't related to the movie. I'll, I'll get into him uh, in our discussion of the movie. But yeah, again, I, I knew very little about him coming in. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's it. We just shit, shit all sorry. over his career. So, sorry, Armand. Only... Only to move on to Rob Schneider. Yeah, the star of Deuce Bigelow, The Animal, every fucking Adam Sandler film ever invented, and Judge Dredd. I hear you moaning. What's your problem, Ryan? (laughs) My my problem is he's fucking horrific, is my problem, Fraser. In this film or in Um, general? Just in in everything, maybe? I mean, I, I... when your standout role, it, in my mind, obviously, I'm sure other people have other standout roles. When your standout role is uh, the the guy who shouts in Adam Sandler movies, uh, yeah, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a good sign. 
Um, but he did it so well. He he, he did it. So he well. shouted. He shouted. Well, it was it was caught on film. What? what well hey, hey, you know Schneider. what? You know what? Don't don't shit on Rob Schneider's career the way that I shit on Armando's <laughs> career. Like, if anything, if anything, yes. I think you were worse to Armand. You've just completely <laughs> just like, yeah, we're not even gonna say words about you, Armand. Sorry, oh, no, mate. I didn't even justify it. So, sorry, mate. I didn't even justify yeah, it. Yeah, at least I could I justify just... my hatred. Mostly because he's no, a moron. So so well, hang on. So Rob Schneider's career. Mm-hmm. That's what he's good at. Those little character roles. That's what. Uh, that's what he's good at. So you're saying like, oh, he's not doing any better. But it's, it's like, no. Would, like that's his niche. That's what he does well. Would you say he's good at it? Do you think he's good? So, come on. So you're supposed. Uh, to, have, you're how, supposed to laugh at the things he does, right? Like, is that? I'm gonna say that's that's his aim, right? He, he well, he's like, a funny he's, guy. He's yeah? supposed to be obnoxious little characters, like where he's playing all those like little foreign guys, like the little Mexican guy or whatever in. Um, in fifty first day, yeah, that's the worst. He did that shit. What? That's the worst. That is the best. What is wrong with you? Um, I just want to clarify. So uh, here it says, uh, Rob Schneider is an American actor, comedian. Okay, comedian. I'm going to assume that's right. his job. He does stand up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never once laughed at a Rob Schneider moment. Never once in my life. Thus, you don't have to you're laugh. You're failing in your job. You just his, laugh on the inside like no, the rest of no, us. Yeah. If everyone's laughing on the inside, I would suggest his job isn't going well. I think a comedian's job is to make them laugh specifically out of their mouth loudly so that other people hear, right? I don't, I don't know. I'm not a professional comedian. I can't, I can't take the, 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 cl- uh, the credit for that. But you, you tell me, I've not, Fraser. I've not seen Rob Schneider's stand-up like... We, if if we both went and watched some Rob Schneider stand up, and and we could possibly be rolling on the floor laughing. We don't know that <laughs> you're you're shitting on him for his little character roles, being like, oh, he's not funny. Oh, oh, well, hold maybe on, hold on. Maybe you just don't like him that, but maybe maybe his stand up is the bomb. To clarify, I will also shit on him for his bigger roles. Okay, he was the star of Juice Bigelow. Didn't make me laugh. All right, fair he, enough. He carried that movie. Didn't make me laugh. In this, he's you know he's up there. He's, oh. I, I'm not sure where he comes up on the credits, but he's definitely uh, one of the bigger hitters. Pretty sure I laughed maybe a, maybe a zero times. Something well, some along those lines. Um, at, at, at least he tried to make you laugh in this. Not like everyone else. Uh, yeah, I guess. To we a, to we needed Rob Schneider in Did this film. We? Think about it. Did Think we? about what this film would have been like without him. It would have been <laughs> serious and just really, really dull. At least he tries to, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying he was, he was good in this film. He wasn't at all, but he was, he was a necessary comedic element mm. added into it. Mm, I'm unsure, and I think specifically to back up my claim of I'm unsure, uh, I highly enjoy the new Dread. Okay, and that is a a much serious movie, a much more serious movie, and the comedy comes. F- comes about from the um, from the story from from what's going on. You get little little bits here and there. Okay, that's okay. like that's far better than having Rob Schneider, the funny man, going around fucking saying his dumb shit, trying to force laughs like that. Uh, Hang on, so so wait, is Rob Schneider not in the new one? He's definitely not in the new one. No. Then I'm not interested. I'm not going <laughs> to see it. That's interesting. Have you not seen the new Dread? Uh, no, I haven't. Mm, okay. 
Okay. You should. I, I would. I would say check it out. It's a genuinely very good movie. Um, well, having seen this film though, it's actually made me not interested yeah. in it. So as okay. I, as I've said, no, I don't like this film. So. Um, yeah, should we just get on with, uh, <laughs> yeah. with talking about the film? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Diane Lane is also in this movie. She's lovely. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I, I really like Diane Lane and Max von Snowden. Uh, but yeah, yeah. let's uh, let, let, let's get into it, mate. Okay. So, <laughs> Judge Dredd. Where do we start? Well, we start with James L. Jones opening the film, which almost felt like a joke because the whole thing like with James Earl Jones doing like the doing voiceovers it's just being like joked about so much now that when you actually hear it it just doesn't even seem serious it it, it would basically be um, like if this movie opened today and they had uh, Morgan Freeman doing a voiceover right it's it's, it's essentially the the same concept you know yeah everyone knows it's the voiceover guy yeah yeah the, the whole opening is weird um like first of all you like it smash cuts into that like intense judge dread music with like comic book covers flashing up yeah and then you get that like live action flicking of the comic and it's like what is what is going on guys this is a a, a unique opening um, I guess that was, that was the early days of trying to be like, oh, we're making a film based on comic mm, books, true. and you know, we're trying to trying to build that connection there. Yeah, I guess it's a, a good point. To be fair, with obviously the state of comic book movies at the minute, and it then being you know the thing, no mm. one ever discusses Judge Dread as the kind of like one of the precursors to that, really. Because I mean, this well, this definitely like. It uh, it wears its kind of um, its heritage on its sleeve. Do you know what I mean? It, like like I said, it opens with the many varying covers of the comic book. Like it's not you know hiding the fact that it's a comic book, and yet it doesn't yeah. doesn't get discussed. I'm assuming that's maybe because of the well, quality of the movie, but yeah, I would say that probably mm. it doesn't get discussed because um, it's not good. Yeah, maybe, but still, like you know. But give it give it some some respect right it's uh no it's one of the one of one of the one of the first to really realize there's a a, a big market out there um but yeah the the, the opening's weird J- james old jones is a random random thing to have uh, mm. is it is it needed and I, like i always I, I don't know about you i don't know how you feel about like an opening credits kind of like scroll but star wars did it guys they they perfected it just don't, yeah. don't do it in your movie anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't really like it. Like, mm. uh, what? What do I have to read? Like, uh, don't tell me about what's yeah. going on. Show me what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, or at you... least, or at least make it in context. Like, I don't need you like just putting a whole chapter of sure. a book in there and just being like, "Fuck it, we couldn't be bothered filming that." So here you go. Exactly. Just read. That. Just read that. That's yeah, yeah, the first yeah. page page of the script. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly my issue, man. Is like uh, the just if it's needed for the story then find a way to kind of deliver that through film. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they like for me setting that, um, cause I mean the, 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 the scroll is only, you know, telling you about this world, which I think yeah. they then go on to show anyway, because yeah, they do. I mean, it's all sort of there in context. You understand yeah. what the cops are about exactly. and like, 
the, the judges, I should say. Um, yeah, you understand what they're about because they're in context of, w- of mm-hmm. what they're doing. So, like, yeah, they do lay it out for you there in that opening scroll, yeah. but uh, maybe I don't think it's it was necessary. Yeah, like maybe it's a different time thing, man. Like, uh, maybe True. there's a lot more trust in audiences these days to to, to kind of just accept you know what's going on especially if you're thinking in terms of like comic book movies generally like there wasn't loads of them um yeah yeah audiences are smarter these days and and they expect a lot more out of their films i think so i think so not that they necessarily get it yeah um yeah yeah it's just it's weird to me to have a scroll that will tell you things that you're then gonna show us anyway like we we literally you know it zooms into rob schneider and then we follow him as he like takes us on a tour of this this world so did you need james old jones telling you yeah. the judges exist I don't and then know. they land rob schneider straight into a riot what a bunch of dicks <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just like all right like there you go boom he's straight out it's like uh what so i'm released from prison and 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 now i'm just like gotta fend for my life yeah right <sighs> You know, we were we were talking about Rob Schneider earlier, obviously. Um, yeah. And uh, do, is he needed for this movie? Yes, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I stated that <laughs> two minutes ago. But is he? I mean, you. I think you're stating for in terms of you know comic relief or whatever. To, so so it's not just you know nonsense. Oh uh, look, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he should. I, I don't think he should be there from there the opening. Like okay. if he had popped up later on. That would have been totally fine. It was a, it was a little odd because they do establish him and then yeah. he, he yeah, vanishes yeah, yeah, yeah. for quite a while. And I was getting nervous. I was getting nervous. <laughs> no, I, I need more Schneider. I need more Schneider. Uh, like, then he came back. Just like and him. it was like that nice warm hug <laughs> of hilarious Schneider comedy. That sounds like you, my friend, have a drug issue. You you were you're referring to Rob <laughs> Schneider here like he is cocaine, and you just need your sweet hit of cocaine to <laughs> yeah. to to be happy. Um, Rob Schneider was the one reason why I was willing to tolerate this film. I wouldn't have even put it into the hat I, if it wasn't for Rob Schneider. I just don't know but what to tell I've you. I've got to admit something to you. Please do. I uh, was mistaken. Um, I, <laughs> I didn't realize the differences between this film and and Demolition Man because uh, both films have they Stallone yeah. and Rob Schneider and so I in my mind I had Demolition Man as like oh they, yeah that's a really fun yeah, film yeah, to yeah. watch and then I watched this film and it was like whoa yeah. this is not the <laughs> that, film that, that I was thinking Demolition it was man. that must have been Demolition Man mm. so I was a little disappointed in this film because of that because I had really good memories of, of, <laughs> of Demolition, Demolition Man, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's funny um, well what I also really like is that Demolition Man is literally the opposite story, right? Like the police, yeah. are, the the police are too nice in that in that movie, right? Like the whole the whole point is like isn't like violence outlawed or something stupid, and like people have evolved yeah, to right. just they be don't, they don't even touch stupid. each other, yeah, yeah. They're not even high fiving each other, like oh no, yeah, exactly. don't touchy touchy. <laughs> it's li- like the Me Too movement. It's literally literally the uh, the opposite of the world of Judge Dredd, which is a uh, bold. An easy yeah. error to make on your part. It does star Sylvester Stallone and it does star Rob Schneider, I guess. Yes. Um, yes. And but... is it better? Do you know what, Fraser? I'm going to say yes. I, I think Demolition Man is schlocky and fun and maybe better than Judge Dredd. 
Um, Look, I have I have good memories of seeing it with Judge Dredd. I I don't think it's something that I had seen more than once when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I've seen Demolition Man quite a few times, so this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It definitely, yeah, yeah it no, definitely, I think. Not, not rewatchable. I think uh, Demolition Man definitely has a more culty status. Do you know what I mean? I, I think there's a bit more going on in Demolition Man that you can in, enjoy. Be- and be- it, because it's a better film. Yeah, I, well, I don't know if it's a better film, though. Like, I think, it, I, I think with Demolition Man, it's more the case of, it's one of those where it's bad, but enjoyable, enjoyably bad. Like, they, they managed to get that kind of, like, that ratio works so therefore it, yep. there's more reason to revisit it, i think i think with this they've actually tried to make something semi-decent and it's just it's not quite worked or, or <clears throat> there's something not quite right working in it i think either if they it doesn't go hard enough on the so bad it's stupid so like there's not enough like there's either not enough of that um like stupid action equips all that kind of nonsense so it doesn't hold up in that sense and you don't get yep. enough of the good stuff to make it a good like a, a legitimately um good movie um so like well you get you get neither whereas i think demolition man like you know it is enjoyable it's an enjoyable watch don't get me wrong wrong um but I wouldn't say it's because it's good. Do you know what I mean? It, it, like, it's enjoyable to watch Dennis Rodman. Um, not Dennis Rodman, sorry. Wesley Snipes doing a Dennis Rodman impression. Um, like, like mugging off to the camera. Like that, that's enjoyable. Like the weird... Um, it's like the just the weird world that Demolition Man sets. Like, that, that, like that's yeah. enjoyable. Whereas this doesn't quite have that, I, I think. Uh, from, what, from what I've read about this, there's been a, there's a lot of like clashing between the director who was a fan of the property wanting to make a serious you know judge dread movie which i which i think can work and the new one would kind of prove that um whereas sylvester but but not in the 90s yeah yeah, exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't have worked no matter how much they tried i don't think they could have made this film (laughs) good if they were taking it serious do you not think uh, like no, I I, th- I, th- I think the route to go down was comedy, and it looked like they were a bit confused with with this one because mm. the only comedy was throwing Rob Schneider into it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I mean, that's a it's a that's a strong point. I do think you're probably right. Like n- this doesn't work. I guess there's nothing like what this should be in the '90s for it to kind of do that thing. Whereas I th- I think now with um especially with comic book movies as well you get those kind of darker comic book movies you you know just to kind of mm. counteract the the light affair and um yeah i guess back then you wouldn't have had that and i, th- I think fr- from it just looks like they've seen it's a comic book movie and they're like they were aiming for that kind of pg-13 mark i think it i've read several times where it's like still festus alone himself was like we wanted a pg-13 we didn't want that hard right tag Whereas the problem is the property in of itself, from what I know of Judge Dredd, it is quite hard. R like it, the the violence is yeah, and like with the whole the whole idea of it is like you know that the fascist or authoritarian police like that's your hero is literally you know a, a fascist right. <clears throat> so for that, you kind of need to go down that harder route, and it just seemed like yeah, it just seemed like there was. Uh, a ridiculous amount of confusion between what they wanted 
and what actually you know came out and i think i think yeah. that doesn't help the movie whereas i think demolition man knew what it was do you know what i mean like they knew that it was this yeah. shocky kind of vehicle and it works for that and i, I think that's why it kind of stands above just dread in our memories um well, also, as far as I'm aware, uh, Demolition Man didn't come from any comic or any, any yeah, source yeah, material. Yeah, yeah, true, so true. when you're making something from scratch, there's less that you have to compare it to. Yeah. And that's the, that's a problem with so many of these uh, comic book films in that you, it's it's very hard to satisfy everybody with them. Definitely. And, and like this, this one especially, because like you said, it just seems kind of lost in what they're trying to do mm-hmm. by trying to make it like a PG film or whatever. And even the way it, it looks, I mean... Judge Dredd looks like Dame Edna in that outfit. Like <laughs> yeah. it looks really, really bad. Yeah. But obviously, they were going from the, for a look that sure. in the like I, I assume that's kind of how he looks yeah, in the yeah. comic books. And and for that on the page, it probably looks absolutely fine. But then you throw Sylvester Stallone in this big suit with all golden tassels yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's well, um, okay. Yeah, the 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 looks an an interesting thing. I, 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 I'm glad you brought it up because. For me, I think one of the better, one of the things that I enjoyed more about this movie was, in general, the production design. I like, I quite like the outfits, if I'm honest. Like, there's kind of Why? like, Why there, well, I don't know. There's just this kind of like, get like garishness to them almost. It, I, I don't I'm know. Too, there's, they were too bright and about clean. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, but I think that's kind of what they're going for, right? Like, I think they're trying to, you know, the the. Um, these guys are, you know, in charge and clearly, you know, not scumming it around with the with the rest of the uh, the population. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like. Don't get me wrong, I had I had my issues. Sylvester Stallone in those fucking twelve foot heeled shoes trying to run around was uh, <laughs> an absolute treat to watch. Um, it, honestly, at, at points it was like watching Bambi on ice. I felt I was genuinely worried that he was just going to trip over and just, someone's going to have to like fucking carry him up or something, which is not the look you want for your uh, superhero uh, character. Um, like, yeah, like I can see why someone would be against it, but I don't, I don't know, man. For for me, a lot of the world looks lived in. You can see it, again, it's that kind of um, the water world thing, man. Where I, I, I like it when you've got that. A very real look about things like you can you it's can such see a, that people have such, made it's it it's such that that 90s future yeah. look yeah um yeah man like uh, yeah i mean the outfits are a bit garish you, you're gonna get that when well, you well, when they're designed that, by that, versace do you know what i mean well, like that's that's like happen, you, but. can you really say that the first appearance of dread when he rides in and 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 hops off his bike and, and shouts, I am the war! <laughs> Can you seriously say that? You're like, oh, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. It looks ridiculous. Again, yeah, and yeah. why is he shouting, I am the I, war out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that. that's the thing. I, 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 I have no issue with the look of him, per se. Like, like that's not my issue. My issue is with um, the scene itself, like the, the way it's written, him, you know, the way I don't know, shot and edited and then him just like scr- like shouting to who like all we see is he's got like a little a little mic next to his mouth and he's just shouting i am the law <laughs> and it's like who who are you telling stallone you're in the middle of a you're in the middle of a riot <laughs> no one's listening yeah Do you know what i mean like bombs are going off who are you shouting to um so like that's like all right like he's like i am the law and it's like okay cool 
good, good on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one get, responds. Get to the point. Get to the point. No, literally. Are you, are you arresting us or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, not, the, it's not the greatest introduction uh, to, to his character. Also, again, with him shouting, you know, I'm the law, you, I, you want to fear this guy, but he does nothing to make you actually fear him in that kind of opening, no. opening 10 minutes. Um, I mean, he kills a few bad guys. But I say he does. It seems like the gun kills the bad guys more than him necessarily. Like, I don't know what skills he brought to the table other than having no, he, a gun. He, he doesn't really do hand-to-hand combat, does yeah, he? Yeah, it's no, all he, about he just shooting people. He literally just tells his gun, he's like, gun, kill all the people in this room. And then it goes off and kills everyone in the room while he's just mm. standing there with his arm out. Like, that's, I don't know. I feel like anyone could do that. Why are you, why are you the best? Do you know what I mean? Surely anyone can yeah. do that. Although saying that, we do get an example of the worst with the uh, the rookie, who's just so keen to to get those bad guys. He goes storming into the gangsters like window where they all oh, clearly have guns because they've been shooting from the window. Yeah. This is this is why you're here. They've all clearly got guns, and off he trots, just storms on in. No, you know, doesn't lift up his gun and then gets shot. And it's like, yeah, that that what's going to happen, mate. I don't, like well, yes, so, how did you had pass to get the shot? Because Dread is always just like walking into these like scenes, <laughs> and just there's there's bullets everywhere, and they just happen to be, be missing him. It's yeah. like yeah, okay, cool. Somebody needs to get shot. So unfortunately, he had to be the rookie. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you why he's walking. It's because of those goddamn shoes, Fraser. Honestly, he, <laughs> it looked like he was on the stilettos, which would make the job of a law enforcement officer the most you know the most vicious law enforcement officer significantly trickier um yeah uh, yeah it's it's not a strong opening for uh for Stanley, no. i don't think it, it doesn't i mean it, i think it sets you the world like it definitely works for me i think if you know take away that the the opening credit thing um i think it would have set the world quite nicely you know you see uh schneider flying over his fancy apartment thinking that's where he's going and then you you know immediately into the slums um, you know, I, I, feel, I feel really sorry for Schneider in this film because he was just a victim of circumstance. <laughs> he, he I feel like time for his computer hacking. He just wanted to make it right. And yeah. he goes into his new apartment and there's a bunch of dudes in there like shooting and he's just like, um, oh, this is awkward. Um, and then suddenly he's in it and then he gets, he gets arrested again yeah. and sentenced to more prison time. Poor yeah. Rob Schneider. Uh... I mean, uh, worse things have happened. I, f- I feel like if that was uh, if that was to happen to Rob Schneider, I wouldn't be against it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I he's he's awful. <laughs> I mean, I, you Who? keep bringing him up, Rob Schneider. It just reminds me how angry I am about him, Fraser. I can't get over. Oh, wait, it. wait. I, I just are you saying it. are you saying you d- you didn't like the scene where he where he was in the servo droid covered in spaghetti? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> oh, the hilarity! Oh, so hilarious. <laughs> That was my least favorite part. <laughs> to, confirm, favorite. <laughs> to, to confirm, I did not enjoy the spaghetti scene uh, with Rob Schneider. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. I had to watch this film with subtitles on because I couldn't understand what the fuck Dread was saying. Yeah, again, I think this is just a lone thing, though, right? Like, I I I find him genuinely quite hard to understand in a lot of movies he's in. Yeah, like obviously he has like a particular, you know, uh, like a, a unique voice. 
that people know um but yeah I, he's hard to he's hard to understand and a match and, and this guy's supposed to be like sentencing <laughs> yeah. people to jail like on the spot and yeah. you can't even understand yeah. what the hell he's saying how heartbreaking right like you you get 15 yeah. years for dropping your pen or whatever eating a scotch egg and uh he turns up shouts a load of nonsense that you, you don't understand and then you're in jail for how- 10 years how bad is that whole system that that he's like sentencing you? Like, how about that that dude who had like the parking tickets, and then he mm. shot the fucking guy's car up? Yeah, yeah what yeah. a cockhead! <laughs> it's uh, an intense system. But again, this is like, this is why I a really like the remake of this movie, and b this one annoys me. Is that the idea of the world that they're living in is really really good? I re- like. Um, the idea of this kind of dystopian future where, you know, the law is like so extreme, you know, that like you fucking get a parking ticket and you end up, you know, lobbed away for however many years. And then on top of that, your main character is um, just this, this amoral cop, you know, going about doing his job, but he just, you mm. know, the law is his, it's his thing. Everything is, uh, determined by the law you know no emotions or anything like that. I, I think he talks about this in the movie as well i think he like brings up emotions which again shows the the clash in this movie where he's br- talking about you know suppressing emotions and emotions you know are, are stupid or whatever yet throughout the movie he's constantly displaying some sort of emotion like he's either shouting or screaming or like passionately yeah. running around doing shit and it's like this is the opposite of being an emotionless lawgiver. Do you know what I mean? You're literally, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the idea of of the the Judge Dread world um, is a really really enjoyable one to me, and I think there's a lot that can be done with it. And well, yeah, I'm not I'm not knocking the whole like you know that we that that the the judges can sentence you mm. on the spot or whatever, but I just think it was it was done really badly, and it seemed like a really confused system as well because when Dread gets arrested, there's like a full court case for him yeah oh yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah so you guys you guys have a court system <laughs> yeah. but people are only called up to to go to it if a judge <laughs> yeah. gets arrested so 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 the the judge in that is just like at home and he and he gets the call and it's like oh <laughs> oh got some work this month oh the, the, the funds were looking a little bit low it, yeah, hey we're having spaghetti tonight kids <laughs> we're having spaghetti tonight it's a weird one right like a real like yeah like you you set out this world where they're they're the power do you know what i mean they are the law power they they go in yeah. and dish it out and then it's like oh yeah by the way we've also got this uh this secondary uh law system just just for judges though this is just yeah. judge related um and then and then chief chief justice couldn't even handle it he, he's like oh i don't know about this you know what because because you're sentencing judge dread to, to mm. jail I'm 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 quitting, and they're yeah. like, "All right, no worries." And then they banish him to the fucking <laughs> desert. Imagine that There's... you've quit your fucking retail job, yeah. and they just open up this big door, and you have to walk out <laughs> into the fucking desert. There's um yeah, some real like bizarre world touches, like just world building that is briefly discussed, and then you're just left to deal with it. And that is one of yeah. My, that's one of my favorite though is the scene of him. <laughs> quitting the job and then like walking um through all the other judges with their guns raised up and they just give him like a long mac and then a shotgun and they're like good luck and just yeah. send him on on his way into like this fucking purely desert <laughs> desert world but as an aside right 
one of uh, again one of my things with this movie is i think there's maybe three different stories that could have made good movies in and of themselves and one of them is watching max <laughs> max von sidow stro- strolling around the desert with his shotgun dispensing law to just fucking beasts that live in the desert that 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 would have been an interesting movie all right instead yeah, well- instead they just send him on his way and that's it. But 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 he he doesn't he, he goes out there into mm. the desert and I guess it's it's taken him a while to walk home because <laughs> he shows up later yeah, when yeah, the yeah. um the inbred cannibals are like trying to eat eat Rob Schneider yeah and then he he comes in and like um saves, saves the day, day. Yeah. but then he gets shot or something by or stabbed by yeah. by one of the one of the mutants um, and not- then he re- reveals I am your father yeah and, and, <laughs> he and, does go and full Vader. And and you know what? Every time somebody reveals that now, it's just like, nah, yeah. fuck it. You, you, like Darth Vader did it way better than you did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he nailed it, right? Like that's the that's the gold standard of dad reveals. All right. No matter no yeah. matter how much Jerry Springer and Mari Povitz try, Jeremy <laughs> Kyle, if you're British, um, yeah, you'll you'll never match Darth Vader. Uh, Say it's Luke. Yeah. Um, the the whole the whole cannibal scene as well. Like that for me again was another part of this movie where like if you had just streamlined it the, the the thing with this is they tried to go for that full 90s blockbuster movie where they tried to get just everything in there um and weirdly mm. in like a really short time as well like this is like a 90 minute movie yet they try to hit so many different things um and different storylines and just cram as much stuff in it as possible um i i think that's like again one of the uh, telling things so obviously um as i said danny cannon is like a big judge dread fan like it, it's noted like there's videos of him you know talking about the property he's a huge dread fan and i think it's telling in the way this movie uh tries to cram in everything in the universe so there's there's a lot yeah. of stuff from the dread universe that is being thrown at you on screen and i think oh yeah yeah i hadn't actually thought about that because i'm sitting there thinking like okay why have they randomly thrown in these cannibals out of nowhere Mm because they are literally like it's you know it's it's just a um prisoner transportation or something and then and then suddenly these guys like shooting it down Mm -hmm. and then they get killed and like that's it yeah, yeah for yeah. them but but you're right like i i hadn't actually clicked that that's probably something that's expanded upon from the comic yeah yeah, yeah. i i like i think what's happened again is that he's such a huge fan of this universe there's so many things that he personally is invested in but he wants to see on screen that it ends up you know everything gets lobbed on and it's kind of like oh yeah you know here's that here's the the angel gang from whatever story he enjoyed here's the um, this the the twin dread story like here's yeah like, just and here's so Rob many. Schneider coming yeah, in yeah. spaghetti so. yeah <laughs> the, the <laughs> classic the, the, the classic Schneider in spaghetti comic panel um yeah there's so much of that and it just gets lobbed on and you can't like it just nothing sits because it's all disconnected it's all these different things lobbed at you that you don't care about whereas I think the remake what the remake gets right is it's streamlined it's just a simple story told in this universe and i think yeah uh, with the cannibals like that in itself that whole section if you large that out and make it your movie you know make it that judge dread is you know on this fucking prison ship or whatever that crash lands and you're having to 
deal with him and forming i don't know a, a bond with one of the prisoners maybe or whatever like all based around this fucking cannibal family like that's that in itself is enough for a movie um yeah it, it yeah this just tries to get in so much and i think are, that's are the cannibals in the remake no 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 there are no <clears throat> there are no angel cannibals in the remake genuinely you should watch the remake by the way it's it's genuinely a very good movie um but yeah man uh the the whole cannibal scene was weird but again production production side of things i really enjoyed i like the look of the um the weird fucking robot man i don't know i I don't know what his name was but he was he was strange right guy with dial on his head enjoyable to look at also you got ewan bremer scottish train spotting star he's he's enjoying it as a weird cannibal didn't actually notice that was him. I know who you're talking about, but I didn't notice that was him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Ewan Bremer. He's a, a weird-looking guy. Weasley. He definitely nails that <laughs> Weasley look. So if you're ever listening, you know, you're, you're in, I, I like your work, but you're basically a weasel. What, what can I say? Oh, wow. Um, right, well, you've, you've already insulted Rob Schneider. <laughs> who else do you want to attack? Uh, who Christ. else? Uh, let's go with Armand. Armand Asante, mate. Oh wait, no, Rico. I did that, didn't I? <laughs> I get, I can you know, get I, I, had a, I had a real problem with this film in that I found too many of the characters looked alike, and yeah. there was there was a quite a bit of time where I was confused okay. on who was who. Did you find that, or was I just not um, paying attention? It may have just been you weren't paying attention. Um, I, okay. in fact, I've got the opposite note here of being Armand Asante is meant to be Sylvester Stallone's, you know, clone or twin, and they look nothing mm. alike. And I think they talk about it in a movie at some point. They're like, you and me, you know, they, they look like each other. And it's like, do they? Are you, are you guys watching the same movie? Oh, I'm look, look, I'm not, Outside I'm not of saying dark that, that everyone looked like Sylvester Stallone and, uh, <laughs> and Rob Schneider, but um, but I'm more referring to um, to Rico and the other judge guy. Okay. Um, I oh, don't know. Okay. It was just yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, little yeah. bit of time that it was like, oh, which, which one's which? And if you put them side by side, yeah, they look really differently. Mm, but I think maybe. basically what I'm saying is, um, I didn't care enough about these characters <laughs> yeah. for them, their faces to like be be recognizable. Sure. The um, what I like is that the movie uh, hired uh, what's his, oh I forget his name. I'm gonna scroll back to my notes. I feel awful. Um, oh yeah, Jurgen uh, Prochno. Jurgen Prochno as the uh, the like the bad judge, and it's like oh, yeah. What we'll do is we'll give the the German guy with the accent. He he could be the bad judge in this in this fascist dictatorship world because then everyone knows he's the bad guy, right? Like the second he comes on the screen, you're like, yeah, so this guy, this this guy's the bad guy, right? Like if anything's yeah. going down, it's 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 because of this guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't know, maybe a bit, maybe be more subtle in in your casting, guys. Um, mm. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, all the all the bad guys, I, I think, and I say bad guys, you know whatever um like I, I think they're all pretty you know meh. like old arm old arm and yeah yeah not threatening like just bad acting like the 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 script doesn't do him any justice don't get me wrong like that mm. doesn't help but like yeah I, I i didn't enjoy any of their performances really like um arm and asante goes big I think in this movie, like they're like when the uh, when they're having the um, 
the battle in the, the the statue of liberty head and they're just shouting i am the law at each other but gradually <laughs> getting louder and louder trying to drown out the others i am the law um, yeah it's 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 not the way you should have gone with it armand that's that's all i'd say um i mean he's trying but whatever he's trying i am not not a fan of well, well yeah uh, everyone's performance in this film was a huge problem and you're right it was it was people trying to be intimidating and it coming off really cheesy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I yeah i think he suffers from it the worst maybe like I, I i will say i do like the introduction i like i like him in that uh like silence of the lamb style uh cage where he's just on his own behind the old magnetic force field and then, oh, yeah. so, and then for some reason, I mean, they do this in movies all the goddamn time. It's like you know he's the the baddest criminal you have in your fucking Aspen colony. Why are you going in there to give him a gift? Do you know what I mean? Just leave the gift. Just say you got a gift. Someone sent you a gift. You're not getting it because you're in prison. Yeah, you know we yeah, don't sucked into you. <laughs> we're like we're, we're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna go play with this. <laughs> do you and know we're what I mean? Gonna taunt you through the bars. <laughs> we, we we don't give you gifts. You're in. You've murdered people. Generally speaking, you you don't get like little cards and shit. That's not the. That's not how prisons work. But hey, I'm gonna open the door. I'm gonna lower the shield and personally hand deliver you this uh, little cube that is definitely uh. not a gun. Um. Yeah, it was uh was was weird. But then I do like that he shoots him in the throat, and then he can't use his a uh, talky fucking Gatling like guns that. on the wall. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I, I had a, a soft spot for that. Um, yeah, I like that part. Yeah. That, uh, that's you know out of the few things that I actually liked in the film. Oh, you enjoyed that bit. I'm glad. I'm glad that there's something you enjoyed, Fraser. Um, I thought it was clever. Yeah, just a, it's just a nice little uh, it's a nice little actions moment in it. Just a, a fun little, fun little scene. Um, but yeah, everything hey, else, he's uh, he's pretty dire. Yeah, you know, later in the film where uh, he he decides to clone himself again, I'm assuming <laughs> yep. he wants to make some sort of warriors or something mm. to, you know, rise above everyone. Yeah. Um, and so so uh, so he releases like the weird mummy looking clone things like when they're only at sixty percent of, mm-hmm. of their thing, and then we just see one like Rawr! like opens its eyes. Yeah. And did I blink? Like was that really all we saw? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad you got to this, Razor. Um, yeah, I did not clock them again, which is a problem. yeah. What the freaking <laughs> hell was the point of that then he yeah. released them and then we don't have a clue what happened to them they open yeah. their eyes and it's like that was it that nothing happens and why have having said that i was actually prepared prepared to make a note it never mm. happened but i'm like oh i'm totally gonna make a note about this <laughs> if they came to life yeah. and started fighting because yeah. it's like why the fuck would cl- would clones like that? That would be all like, oh, yeah, just, just oh, trying s- to adapt to the world. <laughs> yeah. They're not just gonna start start like fighting people, but they didn't. They didn't even do that. Yeah, they. they I don't know. I think. I think they probably went the better option by doing nothing with them at all. <laughs> Maybe somehow, like, like this. This is the problem, right? When, when your better option is showing them, but they're not actually doing anything with them, that means you've made a mistake, movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, like. 
it's um it's it's really weird and I, i'm really glad i didn't have to see much more because just like you i was ready to make no i was ready to go in hard on them because a yeah the cut i mean the design of them alone was horrific it looked like one of those um type like onesie things you you get like a morph suit or something but just with a couple of like abs drawn on or something like the design of them was just horrific and um, I was not prepared to see them like coming in, fucking doing flying kicks and trying to defend their master. Um, yeah, I love that we were both prepared for that. Yeah, 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 just re- just ready, to, ready to go in hard. Um, yeah, that that was really weird, and it's a weird decision to to get your clone, your sixty percent done clone army, and be like, yeah, go on, I'm going to send these boys out to do the job. These these lumps of cells, essentially. Because um, that was basically what he was doing, and that's why we yeah, were prepared. Because he's like, "No, I need him now. I need him now. I need backup to release him." <laughs> Never and then, and then, then, like, but but realistically, that'd be popping out, being like, "What the fuck?" Is <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Can, can you can you like fight for me? And they're like, <laughs> "Fucking no!" They're, they're like, on the floor struggling for. I don't breath. know how to fight. I've just been born. <laughs> like acclimatizing to the world, just like a, a, a mess of meat on the floor. And he's like, "Fly, my pretties, fly!" And they're just on the floor, lumps of meat um yeah yeah he he didn't think that through what he did think through though was getting that antique robot because that's probably the best best thing he does in the whole movie right did did you enjoy the uh, antique war robot yeah i i did actually i I thought the robot was was pretty good it didn't do too too much overall like i was expecting it to (laughs) To kind of be a much more powerful presence but it kind of just it you know it it grabbed a few people's necks (laughs) it did a I you know, whacked um, a few people around, but uh, you know, and then then ultimately it was was uh, was uh, destroyed by Rob Schneider jumping yes. on its back and pulling out wires. It was uh, it, it was uh, which I I think I've written down untimely, unjust death to Rob Schneider. Like the 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 deadliest thing in the movie we've seen. This I mean, admittedly, it is slow. I reckon I could probably walk away from the robot before it actually causes any trouble because I'm not sure. Does it have guns? Does it? Does it use guns at any point, or does it just grab? Can't people? remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Grabs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it just grabs people. So as long as you're outside of its radius, by the time it actually gets to you, you you should be all right. Just stroll down the road, guys. Keep a safe distance. <laughs> Keep a safe distance from the arms, and you should be all right. Um, but yeah, like to to have it's a fantastic bit of again production design. It, it's, looks awesome i i think i read that they actually made the robot like he wanted it to to like exist and like really work so that's that's cool um but to have that well, i think i think the wouldn't the robot have been a better villain villain than rico mm. do you think that overall or do you like the whole like oh you're uh, my clone brother yeah no no i don't i dislike strongly pretty much everything with rico um i don't think I don't think the movie needs like this, like how to tie it personally to dread. Do you know what I mean? I, I think this world mm. in itself with the, like it states, you know, that crime is, you know, rampant or whatever. And you've got these judges. I, I think that's enough. I, th- I think just seeing him on his day job, which again, you know, sorry to bang on about it, but the, the remake kind of nails is his day job is fucking, you know, mad enough I don't think you need to have this personal big conspiracy story that's tied to your like hero of the movie. Um, yeah. So like, well, the... interesting you say that because I, I was thinking of uh, parallels to RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. Throughout, man. 
throughout. Yeah, yeah. Um, like that's one of what one of the biggest things I've to, uh, think about this movie is that RoboCop did it, but did it significantly better. I think. Uh, I think where RoboCop um, nails it is they understand the world. I don't think this movie quite understands the world it's in. It, it jumps into its big bold plot mm-hmm. line yeah. far too fast and we don't get enough it's exactly what you said like there's so much in his day job that mm. would have been cool but then he's lost his day job like at yeah, the begin- yeah, yeah. beginning of the film and so we're already thrown in thrown in this plot it's like oh it would actually be really interesting to see more of what he's doing out there yeah yeah and again just to bang that drum this is why you should go watch the remake Fraser genuinely very good um yeah like i think again there's so, like with this world there's so much that you can do like the idea of having this like fascist government but your hero of the movie but but sorry but you you're trying to make this hero in the movie like there's so much that can be done with just that alone like the idea of making the hero of your movie like essentially you know a fascist nazi cop like going around just dispensing law based on what he sees um like that's there's so much you can subvert with that and i don't think the director though he you know he's a fan of the movie you can tell that um if like he's competent enough like the movie looks fine but he just doesn't quite get the world of judge dread yeah and and what and not enough to play with it whereas i think if you have um a verhonen in charge of this um and the way he kind of he gets that kind of satire and like if you think starship troopers right like i I think that's a prime example of this where you've got starship troopers set in this fascist world where the film presents you these people like they're heroes but also they're not um because they're fucking horrific Mm. and going around you know murdering alien species and shit if you had him in charge of this i think this is a i think we're talking about a very different movie and i think you're probably looking at one of the the better movies of this year um but yeah unfortunately i don't think he quite gets it and and the the rico plot is a symptom of this instead of just focusing on you know um stallone and and that character they have to make it this big 90s action hero movie where you've got this big storyline this big conspiracy with his twin brother it's like uh, you just you just don't need that guys like there's enough yeah. there's enough um for the movie uh without it. it there's just there's just too much stupid shit in this film yeah. and uh it's uh yeah it doesn't um it's just not good enough <laughs> yeah. and and they really they really like they they were just so intent on doing the one-liners yeah like oh, man. even awesome. like when he throws rico off the building and he's like court is adjourned yeah. it's just like ah, oh, fuck man like, <laughs> i've had enough of your fucking one-liners like yeah, the amount of times that you said i'm the law <laughs> yeah it's, it was it was fucking ridiculous they didn't they didn't sound good yeah. so there, there are some um, some bad one-liners in this i do like the the uh, what was the precursor to it because there was like a one-liner just before it right um, that uh, I actually enjoyed, and I can't remember what it is. It's, oh, you enjoyed it? Mm. Yeah, well, like, it, it was weird, because they have that one line that's quite enjoyable, and then they follow it up with that stupid uh, court is adjourned, which is, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. It's, um, 
where he's got him by gunpoint as he's hanging off the Statue of Liberty. And then he has the balls to just be like the proper like tough guy line of being like, don't miss. Like clearly in this like unwinnable situation. So he's still got that confidence. And then he throws him off and ruins it by saying court is adjourned. Like, is this, I mean, in his defense, is this a thing that he says? Like he Mm. does say I am the law a lot. Are we to assume he does. that every ca- like everything's a case to him? Maybe, maybe, maybe this is well, just yeah. his case. So that's that's, court that's is the a finale. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's yeah. what it is. I, 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 I don't know, but yeah, man. The oh, um, oh, oh, go on. oh but the, there's the there's the there's the ultimate ultimate one liner. So like you know, moving on to the to the end of the film mm-hmm. after after all is said and done, and they've said he's like, oh, am I going back to prison? They're like, no. Um, in fact, we're, we're going to promote you to, to chief justice. And he's like, nah. And they're like, no, no, seriously. Like, like it'll be, it'll be a, a good raise. And he'll be like, nah, it's like, no, no. Like, like we're, we're talk we're talking like six figure, like, yeah, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not going to be have to, having to eat spaghetti alone on the couch anymore. You know, spaghetti you, you can, spaghetti you can, from you Rob can Schneider. Fe- you can feed your wife and kids. Yeah. And he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, no, no, I don't think you understand. Like, this <laughs> is a great opportunity. I mean, you were just on. You were just uh, on your way to prison. Like <laughs> now, not only have you got your job back, like you've got a higher job, yeah. higher salary, more respect, and, and and you can like sentence other uh, judges, which he loves. Right? He loves sentencing. Which he, which he, he which which he loves doing. Mm. He absolutely loves doing. Mm. And he goes. <laughs> Nah, nah. <laughs> just... I'm a street judge and I'm late for work. It's, uh, yeah, it's... That, what the, a loser. The, the whole ending, the whole ending for me is, her, I just don't get it. So he's just had all of this shit, right? All we've seen in the movie is him going through shit, yeah? Landing in the desert, then running through the fucking fire tunnel, then finding out his clone's fucking doing him over, having to fight his clone, destroy that stupid robot... All of that bullshit. Hanging off the Statue of Liberty. Yeah? All, like, all of that is effort. Yeah. All the, <laughs> it literally the, like, turns to the next day. He puts on his clothes. Literally, the final shot is him walking as he's putting on his, his clothes to get back on his bike and just bugger off and, and carry on with his carry on with his day i don't know like it's yeah yeah that's i, I know and surely there'd be so much like red tape around so that much. as well you don't you're so, not just like yeah. all right so i'm just cl- i'm just clocking back onto my yeah, shift yeah, yeah. and they're like hey, um no that uh, yeah you don't, don't want to take a nap <laughs> <first>. <laughs> you, you would think in this world where law is everything there would be a law to stop you from like or at least some sort of checkup maybe some sort of medical checkup are you fine to work have you suffered any sort of damage any long-term effects no no just get on your bike and <laughs> biking off your game um yeah the the ending for me again symptomizes my biggest issue with this movie and that is it doesn't know that judge dread is the bad guy right it, it doesn't understand that the world and what the judge is and represents is the bad guy they try to make him the hero yeah they give him yeah the, they did they give him the hero's leave him on the bike the girl comes over his partner played by diane lane but we haven't talked about her um she, i i thought she was all right in this movie um but yeah she comes along gives him you know that hero's kiss and it's with the music and everything it's it frames it you know like like oh yeah this is a, a triumphant triumphant moment like 
that to me symbolize like that says everything that the director doesn't understand this character he he's the bad guy like he's like a totalitarian police officer going around dispensing justice at a whim you know without any sort of emotion or consideration for what's right and wrong like that's not a hero um yeah this movie doesn't get that it it plays yeah it like it's a 90s superhero movie you know that's you, exactly seems what they're going yeah, for you you have to have your your hero at the end get the girl and you know beat the bad guy um yeah uh I don't, yeah that's yeah the overall that's my biggest issue with this movie um and i think that's what stops it from being good basically they yeah. just don't understand the they don't understand it they don't understand what they're making definitely um, so hit me with some behind-the-scenes trivia. Yeah, uh, so I've got plenty for you this week, um, which is better than last week, where I had nothing. Fuck you, Village of the Damned. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, so... Don't, don't remind me. That <laughs> uh, speaking of um, the director, so uh, Danny Cannon was apparently so disheartened uh, throughout um, due to his uh, creative disputes with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, that he swore off working with uh, big name actors again, which actually, if you look at his filmography, makes sense. Um, I don't. Again, I don't think he's worked in a in a big uh, a big movie since. Although, is that due yeah. to him swearing it off, or is that due to the poorness of Judge Dredd? You, only well, you could be the judge. You, okay. Well, could could possibly be Gold <laughs> Dream Dream Begins. <laughs> yeah, there's no one big in that. I mean, there's some big football stars in that. That's football, Fraser. Okay. You're not going to convince me to watch it. Football. I would much prefer to sit through. I still know what you did last summer again. What over goal? Really? Yes. Mm. Yeah, probably. Probably. Go- it, it is a bad. I still movie. know what you did last summer. wasn't wasn't that bad. It had Jack Blacking in it as a uh, as a as a Rastafarian. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> watch it. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. That's uh, that's that's going on my uh, YouTube list for later. Um. Yeah, so uh, in later interviews, Stallone uh, said that he felt the film was supposed to be a comedy action film and demanded re- uh, rewrites to make it even more comedic. Um, but he, was, he wasn't he was like doing anything funny in it at all no, in the entire film. not at all. But again, I think... So it's odd for him to say that. Yeah, I think it's, um, again, symptomatic of the issues with this film. I think it's that kind of 90s star power. We had it with um, Westworld as well. Um, fucking Westworld. What am I about? Uh, Waterworld, sorry. Waterworld. Um, where, you know, the, the star of your movie is kind... Like, the power is in their hands. Um, I, I've, yeah. Like, if I think about it, I think maybe the 80s and 90s, this might be kind of the epitome of that... That, that, that era seemed to have that kind of star power... Like it was still in the hands of the actors almost. So like it's yep. their vehicle. Whereas I think nowadays, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think we kind of steer towards more director power than anything. So I like, hope so. I mean, I, 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 it seems that way to me. Like I, if you think um, a Nolan film, right? Like people, I don't know. People talk about directors more now, I think. And I don't think you have as much issues of movies where it you know it's the actor's vehicle um but yeah yeah i mean i know i know that like kevin smith had problems with bruce willis in mm-hmm. cop out yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was 
possibly just Bruce Willis being a dick rather than actually having that power. Sure. Is he was just kind of enforcing that power? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, uh, it seems to me we're a couple of movies now, especially those big, the bigger budget ones, where you know they know who the star of the movie is. Stallone's clearly the name. You know, the f- front and center of this film. Um, and yeah, it seemed like what he wanted differed very. Uh, very much with the director it's interesting that it says um that uh he wanted a darker more satirical approach because again that's what i was begging for from this movie so if he had delivered that i don't know maybe 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 it would have saved his blushes a bit um again i i couldn't think... have, couldn't have done it in 95 couldn't no. have done it look, uh, at the, look at every film we've freaking watched in yeah. the in this show like it's just no nah, yeah. doesn't exist true um but yeah, and also I, I think, again, I think he's too much of a fan. I think he's invested in this world and yeah, he he wanted to just get as much as possible. I don't know how, you know, how much creative uh, control he would have had to, you know, make the cuts needed to have a, mm. a truly good Dread movie then. Um, yeah, so uh, the moment, so Dread taking off his helmet, that's a, a huge thing for nerds. Apparently uh, Judge Dread in the comics never does that. Um, yeah, yeah, we haven't spoken about that. Yeah, it's a, apparently it's a big, big sticking point for those dreadies. I don't know what what's what's a, what a judge dread fans called. I'm gonna say dreadies. I'm gonna say dread ju- judges, the judges, if you will. Um, Whatever. <laughs> I yeah. Um, apparently they they're very angry with this. He takes off. I mean, again, it's that kind of star power, isn't it? If you have Stallone in your movie, you want to show Stallone's face people yeah you know my opinion about that um because i i knew that people didn't like the fact that he wasn't wearing the helmet for most of the film Mm -hmm. and i i I kind of thought well you know considering how that helmet looks surely like you don't want to want the helmet to be on the entire time Mm. but when he first took it off i kind of felt like hmm yeah actually i would have preferred that helmet to stay on like not saying anything about his face i'm just saying like i preferred kind of that 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 mystique to it but considering what happens in this film and the fact that he's not even employed as mm. the judge anymore for most of it, it doesn't actually make sense for to uh, him to on. have that helmet on. However, if we had a film which was more about, you know, him just on the job doing his, his yeah. day-to-day duties, could totally, could totally accept him having it on at all times. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a, you can't really win with that because, because like I, I agree, but, but also, for this yeah, film, sure. he, he had to take it off. He had to take it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's an interesting one. Uh, like I, I, d- I definitely agree with it being integral to the character. I think the whole, the whole point is that you're not meant to connect with this character and the mask is key to that. Um, yeah it like you know it, it creates that block uh for you uh, as as a viewer like you're not meant to connect with him and the mask is a great way of dealing with that and um, that's again in the remake that's something they do and also, also I, I like I, I like it as a a challenge for the actor do you know what I mean trying to like tr- still trying to emote and act with just using your mouth is a challenge man like that like it, it, I, I'm not even sure Stallone would have managed it anyway because um, it's it's hard to emote with just half your mouth do you know what I mean uh, with, uh, sorry half your face mm. um, so like I, yeah I get it I get why you know comic but nerds be angry about that like you know if you're going to do a movie about a character 
at least do you know the basic things that they do like one of the things he does is he doesn't take off his fucking helmet like that's a big thing you know it's like spider-man swings from webs like you're not gonna just take the webs away right um, yeah yeah so I, I get their anger but also you make a very very valid point in this story it doesn't make sense for him to have yeah, the helmet the, on the, the whole time the, so- the solution was to not write this script mm. write a totally exactly. different story and that i would have i would have been happy with that i i, yeah. I think you know, for a for a um, making a Judge Dread film, and this is with mm-hmm. me not knowing anything about the comics, I I think they could have done so much better. Yeah, they could yeah. have done a much better story. I concur. Um, yeah. So the this the... all this almost feels more like a sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to like it's already like a <laughs> an already up and running world that you're meant to know. Yeah, and it's like uh, we yeah we, we really don't. Um, yeah, the, the the bikes were built from scratch. Again, um, I've got a lot of time for the production of this movie. You can see that a lot of stuff had been built, um, and you could tell that I think visually on screen, like there's a real, a real uh, like a realness to it all. Um, yeah, so the Lawmaster bikes were built, um, but apparently they were so powerful only stuntmen could ride them, and the actors were given safer, lower powered moped versions, which I enjoy. So any scene you see uh, Sylvester Sloan on a bike, it's just nice to think that it's just a, like the kiddie version, the stabilizer bike version of the. Uh, That's the quite funny. Of. Yeah, enjoyable. Um, as I said, again with the the robot, they brought that to life. Uh, originally, it was just going to be a man in a suit, which would have been fucking horrific. So, Holy lord. Yeah, I'm glad they uh I'm glad they went all in and built it. Um uh so according to uh as you know, I love a bit of alternate reality, I, I, people uh different castings. Um so according to Rob Schneider, still uh, Sylvester Stallone called him and offered him the role. Uh only oh, after, see, everyone only, loves Rob Schneider. Uh, 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 there's a caveat here, my friend. Oh. Only after Joe Pesci turned it down. Can you imagine that? Hmm. Joe um, Pesci. Joe, Joe Pesci might have actually been awesome in this film. Yeah. Think of it. Imagine Joe Pesci playing this role. It would have been insane. Um, How do you go from Joe Pesci to Rob Schneider? I, I have no idea. My, my, only, my only thought is that Sylvester Stallone must have seen Lethal Weapon, right? Because Joe, Joe Pesci's like that kind of comedic side, uh, side character in that, right? He plays the like, uh, is it Lethal Weapon 3 maybe? Only for weapon two, I don't know what, yeah, what he's bringing. Wait, but. wait, I, I'm I'm pretty sure doesn't isn't it well after like ninety five when he shows up up in that series? Oh, I have. Well, maybe, maybe. So maybe they didn't really. Oh, maybe this was the precursor to it. Sylvester Stallone was ahead of the curve. He was like, yeah, Joe Pesci can do this. Um, but yeah, Joe Joe Pesci unfortunately turned it down. Um, in terms of the bad guy. Uh, oh, uh, hang on, I'm, on. I, I'm I'm wrong here. It looks like he, uh, Joe Pesci is in Lethal Weapon Two. That was in '89. I thought uh, he didn't show up until number four, but apparently he was he was knocking about as early as part two. He may have been in the first one, but I can't be bothered googling any further. But he's definitely in number two. And this and Fraser number four is why you don't doubt me. Okay. So anyway, continue um, on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so for the role of Rico, you um, they originally wanted Christopher Walken, which I think oh, again, would have been way better. Would have been amazing. Um, and directors, here, here here's a, a good one. Apparently, it was first offered to uh, the Cohen brothers. Imagine Interesting. The Cohen brothers That's... dealing with the the universe of Judge Dredd. That 
genuinely would have been very exciting. Um, and for, they turned it down to make Fargo, which, if you haven't seen, is an amazing movie. Go watch it. Um, 96. Yeah, that was a good choice. Just outside of 95. Um, but yeah, uh, the Coen brothers, that would have been uh, would have been something. They get offered some weird films, I must say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the Coen brothers. Um I can only imagine the things they... Like, they've got such a good... What I like about them is their filmography is so... Like, they just hit everything. Like, there's no sort of, like, mm. um, genre that they can't really put their hand to. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Coen Brothers would have done an amazing Judge Dredd. This is, this is a fact. Um, and finally, prior to production, uh, Danny Cannon apparently proclaimed that this would be the Ben-Hur of comic book movies. Do with that information what you will. Um, um, I, I, I think okay, Danny, I, you may Danny. have been wrong, Danny. I, I like your balls. I like your positive attitude. Yeah. I'm all about that uh, positivity uh, and that positive energy. But this was not the Ben-Hur of comic book movies. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not really sure what the Ben-Hur of comic book movies is. Oh, I'm going to... Sh- I don't like them. Like- I don't like them. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't, I, there's, there's, there's very few comic, comic book films that I do like. Really? Well, uh, look, uh, actually, you know, there's there's a there's a nice handful, I must say, but but the volume of comic book films that exist now, I'm probably on the lower end of liking them. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you know me, I'm a nerd, so I I enjoy yep. comic book movies. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I, there's there's oversaturation in terms of the the whole comic book market at the minute, but. I don't know. Like, I, I think they're well made. I genuinely enjoy them. Like, there's not a clunk. Oh, I like, agree. I agree I, they're very what, well made. What, but... I think what I enjoy is I think, I've, I've said this before, potentially on this, if not to anyone who will listen to me. Um, I think with comic book movies, at the minute they're doing something, like what Marvel are doing is it's a whole different kind of, like they're changing the game, if I'm honest. Like, the in terms of kind of serializing movies like that's not a thing that's really been done this whole unit the the massive universe and stories within that universe um and and i like it like i i like that there's that connection making those connections across films um and and clearly the uh the the world enjoys it um I mean, they, they're going to keep making these movies if people want to go see them. And from the looks of it, people still want to go see them. Um, yeah, so like, I like I like comic book movies, man. I think people give them a hard time. Yeah, you know, they're not the deepest. They're not, you know, you're not, there's, there's not loads to them. But for me, they're, you know, they're well-crafted most of the time. They're, they're enjoyable. They have good casting, good design. That works for me. Um are we ever going to get Good. an Oscar-winning comic book movie? Maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, but you know what? They're all made for entertainment, and that's what mm-hmm. people often forget about films. So exactly, as yeah, long as people exactly. are enjoying them and, and people are having a good time when they go to the cinema, doesn't doesn't need to be anything more than that. That's yeah. exactly what films are made for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think like, I think that's the thing. I, I think people can get very judgy. I I do it all the time, man. Like I I think I'm a film nerd, right? I like to I like to judge people for me. Well, you you're a real <laughs> cockhead about Tommy Boy, I must say. <laughs> I mean, Tommy Boy is shit. Um, but yeah, well, it's like, not. <laughs> we we agree to disagree. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good point, Fraser. Like you know just 
just because you enjoy Tommy Boy, that, that that doesn't make it any less of a movie. That doesn't make your opinion any less. Do you know what I mean? Just because you you find something to to like about Tommy Boy, and that's great. I'm glad. I'm happy well, for you. Me and all our listeners. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've had endless people coming up to me telling me about how great Tommy Boy is. Um, yeah. So the soundtrack of this movie, Fraser. Did you? Oh uh, yeah, did I didn't make it? any notes, which means I probably enjoyed the soundtrack. Yeah, um, it, I mean, it was it was fine. Uh, interestingly, to follow on from the from the superhero uh, conversation, it was done by Alan Silvestri. He um, they brought him in. Who's that? Uh, so he's the composer for pretty much all Marvel movies. Um, oh, good on him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. And I think with this film, you can kind of hear that in it. Um, if you're, you know, a big fan of yeah. like the soundtracks and stuff, you can definitely hear that kind of superhero, the the, you know, the kind of tones he goes for. Um, but yeah, I mean, the soundtrack I had absolutely no, no issue with whatsoever. I think it played. I liked his theme. He had a, a particular Judge Dredd theme, which was enjoyable. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had no issues. I think Alan Silvestri did a pretty pretty spot on job i did have an issue with the uh the end credits song i did oh agreed agreed yeah, good good agreed. good good i'm glad you was it, it. Was, was that the cure <laughs> you are correct it was indeed yeah. the cure what the fuck that was <laughs> so like just having some cure song yeah. during the credits just seems so out of it but i think it's because uh, there was the cure song in the crow i think that's what they mean that's like oh yeah man like the, the the cure is like so fucking cool man yeah. everyone like loves it from the crow and everyone's like drawing like the fucking the fucking crow eyes yeah. and shit on them now so like yeah it's really like that at all it was really really, odd. really weird and like not needed for the end of the movie as well you've just ended your movie and then yep. you go to the cure um yeah yeah really strange but an even stranger fact uh, so apparently on the soundtrack album, there was going to be a, a, a song called Judge Yourself, okay, by the Manic Street oh, Preachers. Oh, good lord. Do you know Manic Street I, Preachers? No, I don't know who that is. All right, well, they're, they're a, they're a world-famous band. People know them. Anyway, they were originally going to be on the soundtrack, but um, apparently the guitarist disappeared in early 95. I have no oh, more wow. information. Literally disappeared. Um, Wait, d- disapp- are they, fa- was it, they I, found? I don't know. I, I mean, I should probably look into this, but as far as I'm aware, just disappeared. Early 95. And since then... Whoa. What did you say that band's called? Uh, Manic Street Preachers. Awesome. I'm going to look that up later. Yeah, there you go. Little, little bit of a little bit of trivia there for you. Sneaky, sneaky trivia. Um, but yeah, so the the song never made it to the uh, final soundtrack. Um, you can get the song on YouTube, I believe. I think it got released in like early two thousands or something. Uh, Judge yourself. What if that? What if the guy who went missing like rocked up after Judge Dredd? Came out? <laughs> like, where the fuck were you, man? Our song was supposed to be in Judge Dredd. He's like, ah, oh, damn so it. Sorry. Yeah, just had a, yeah. He clearly just had a tough ninety five. <laughs> Um, although he could also be dead and if that's the case I apologise and feel really bad um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so R- Richie Edwards if you want if anyone can find out about Richie Edwards send me a send me a link I'd love to hear the rest of his story um, or you could just google it yourself you lazy prick well do you know what that doesn't get fan involvement Fraser does it so you know who's <laughs> who's who's working for this podcast here um, 
Yeah. Uh, All right, so yeah. moving on to the legacy. Yeah. Um, we, well, look, is there anything more we can say about this? Because obviously you've been discussing it the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in mm-hmm. 2012, there was a film called Dread starring Carl Urban that was the new Judge Dread film, which I'm going to assume was a totally different story than this one, or I hope. Yeah. Um, so Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a, ve- a very different film. Um, very, very positively received, um, but didn't make much money. So I, I think mm. from what I know, there's a lot of um, support out there for uh, a sequel to the, to the new one um, and more movies in that universe. But yep. um, though it reviewed extremely well, very, very positive, I think a lot of people slept on it. Um, I think one of the issues with uh, with superhero movies is again that saturation. So you know, choosing the ones you see, like general audiences, have to be a bit more picky with what they're going to go see. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, th- I I think this one got missed, which is again, as I've said throughout this podcast, is a shame because it genuinely is um, a very very good movie. Um, see, I haven't been I haven't been interested in it until you've been talking about it on, on this episode, and the reason I wasn't interested in it was because it came around out around that time where they were kind of remaking everything. Mm-hmm. So it was it was around with uh, when you had the RoboCop remake, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the um um fuck, what's it called? Um, Total Recall. Uh, Total Recall yeah, yeah, remake yeah. as well. So I, I saw the RoboCop remake and hated it. I didn't see Total Recall because I it did. just seemed it was awful. completely unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great to know. I'm glad <laughs> time on that one though. And so, yeah, exactly. So this kind of slipped in there around that yeah. time and I didn't hear much about this after it came out. Okay. So, I mean, it's de- definitely by looking online, it's, it's way higher rated mm. than um, our 95 Judge Dread. But yeah, I was still still less enthused, but uh, may, may give, it a, give it a go now. Yeah, genuinely. Um, yeah, man, like... Uh, I, I fully appreciate the RoboCop Total Recall um, concerns. Uh, this uh, dread is not those. Um, there's it's a genuinely uh, good movie. Um, and again, I think it delivers on everything that this movie doesn't for me. Um, it gets the character, it gets that world, and it, like it knows that you're following the the bad the, the actual bad guy of this universe. Like you, like it knows that and understands that and plays to that. Um, yeah, genuinely, um, a very, very good movie. Uh, it, it deserves deserves more, deserves better. So, if you can, if you watch it, Fraser, I'll be genuinely very pleased. I'll be glad that I brought that into your life. All right. Well, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> Please do it for me. All right. Fraser. Let's move on. Let's move on to our final thoughts. Okay. Go for it, Ryan. Okay. So I am again, as I said at the start of this, confused with this movie. So there are bits i enjoy genuinely like the the again the actual design of this movie the feel of the movie for me works i li- i like those garish versace designed outfits um i like uh those the the hover bikes that are clearly you know they're physically sitting on and driving around um the robot in and of itself is is enjoyable um i think where again as i've said throughout where this movie goes wrong is it doesn't it it doesn't um doesn't get the character it it doesn't realize that he is the the bad guy and immediately and from that it's it's kind of downhill um acting wise i think 
again, it's a it's a real mixed bag. Um, Stallone is awful, <laughs> uh, as yeah. as Stallone is for for most things. Uh, I don't particularly enjoy him. I think Armand Asante doesn't. He's just trying to match Stallone, trying to you know trying to get louder most of the time, and it just doesn't work. Whereas you've got uh, Max von Sydow, who's fucking historically amazing acting um and I, I think he really nails the role of um the the chief chief justice uh he, he's really good uh, diane lane i enjoy uh, and then you got fucking rob schneider in it he's fucking awful so like there's again a real mixed Wonderful. bag <laughs> a real mixed bag in terms of um acting and that just yeah uh, they didn't they didn't know what they wanted with this movie it's clearly made by a fan who had so much stuff he wanted to put into this film and just couldn't it just needed to be more focused um yep uh, as as we've said i think of the honan version of this movie um i think absolutely smashes it i think if we watch you know a, a director who gets this property and plays within that and understands the, the satire side of things i think this is one of the standout movies of the year i i think it it would genuinely in terms of production it had everything going for it it's just the writing the direction yeah and the acting that that lets it down which unfortunately it's pretty key to a movie and i, I think evidence of this is the fact that dread is so good the the remake is genuinely a very very good movie which right. which tells me that this can work they just didn't pull it off um from a directing standpoint um yeah so yep. there are bits i like but overall i think i just uh it's it's just okay for me it just reaches that point and and that's if i'm being generous i think what about yourself Hmm. Um, I don't have a whole lot just to say. Nothing that I haven't really covered. Um, mm-hmm. I expected the film to be a little bit better, or at least more of an enjoyable experience than it was. It wasn't in any way an unenjoyable experience, mm-hmm. but it's not something I'm going to be rushing out and uh, rewatching. And obviously, it it wa- wasn't as well because it's not something that I had revisited after I'd seen it when I was younger again. Yeah, it was uh, Demolition Man that I that <laughs> I had revisited many times. E- easy and mistake. Gotten the two very confused. Yeah, um, I I think I think the if, if it was just a, a better script, I think because of the time that it was made, you can forgive a lot of the cheesiness, mm-hmm. a lot of the the weird costumes the crappy one-liners, I think you could really forgive that. If it was at least a good story and it kept me engaged and it didn't overall, I didn't feel that I wanted to turn it off or anything, but it just wasn't anything special. Yeah. It was, it was, it was okay. Mm. I, I don't dislike it, which, which is good. I'm glad I didn't dislike <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. It's no, it's no village time. of the damned, right? <laughs> exactly exactly that yeah. lowered the bar for us yeah. um but but at the same time yeah like i, I said I, I i don't i don't like it um what i i do appreciate is that i do believe as opposed to village of the damned i do believe they actually tried with this one yeah i definitely. think they did and unfortunately it's yeah it, it's nothing nothing special yeah um but good on them and as you said later on it looks like that um they've taken that in a better direction 
with yeah. the remake, which I will have to see myself. <laughs> um, but uh, generally, I, I don't mind seeing Stallone on screen. Um, I found I found his acting quite noticeably horrendous in this one, and it's making me wonder. Mm, is yeah. he a bad actor? And yeah. I'm trying to think back to I need to go watch rewatch some of his other films, and it's like that whole thing, like you know, if you see Arnold Schwarzenegger in in like Kindergarten Cop, mm-hmm. if you actually look at his performance, it's not actually that good. Yeah. It's, it's very yeah, odd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he just does it in a way that it has that charm that yeah. you like, so it doesn't and it doesn't really matter. And that's and I think that's absolutely fine. Like I think the only bad actor is a is an actor that doesn't try. Uh-huh. Um, so as long as the actor's trying and, and, and then, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy For sure. as long as he, he, you do ultimately get something out of that. Um, Rob Schneider in this film, um, hmm. uh, I look, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, he, he, oddly, oddly, it was something that was a little more appealing for me mm. uh, on this and just knowing that he was going to be there to give that comedic element to it and so i know a lot of people don't like rob schneider and i'm not going to say that you know i i love rob schneider but i like what he does in doing these little quirky roles as the little annoying guy and i think it works do you, um, i was gonna say this, this do you think yep, it, do, you, do you think he's successful in doing that in this movie do you, like, uh, in, do you this, think... in this in this movie no in this movie it was a little over the top so are you saying it's, it's... the writing that's the issue do you think rob schneider yeah again even 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 rob schneider was a vic- victim to the okay. to the writing of this film mm-hmm. uh whereas i think in other films that he's had those quirky little roles i think they've been written well and have made him to be these quite outrageous characters and stuff and i think that's what he's very very good at and and rob schneider like back in the 90s was always doing these weird little snivelly guy roles like Mm. i remember he was in home alone 2 as like the bellman yeah and you gotta say that was an enjoyable character because he is characters that you don't like that's his thing like Mm. he and and i think if you if you don't like the character then that's his job done and i think he does that well and i think people always go oh rob schneider but i think he does a good job of being unlikable Mm. and that's what i really do appreciate about him and yeah, like uh, I, I don't have too much of an issue about him being in this film. I think it's, um, I think he did what he, he could, as as did everyone in it. Okay. Yeah, and that's all I, I have to uh, say. That's right. I will, uh, yeah, I, I, I will allow it. I will allow your Rob Schneider love, Fraser, to to ring Thank through. Thank you. Um, Thank you. S- soon enough, you're, <laughs> you're going to be buying Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> I'm definitely not. Um, yeah, I, I do, I do want to say, I think the idea of preconceptions as well is an interesting one because i thought this movie was going to be either so bad it's kind of enjoyable um or like a misunderstood gem like with some you know deep satire woven in but like interestingly for me it was like quite bland like it like it didn't really like it didn't do anything i think i think your your comment of you know it was fine. <laughs> like, like I think that's fine. that, that kind of like just sums up sums up the film for me. Like it was, but I mean, it wasn't. It, it, it was fine, but it was a it was a little more enjoyable in this so bad it's good mm. than Village of the Damned was. Because, oh, sure. Uh, remember with Village of the Damned, I, I I was kind of like you know it's uh, it's it's there. Yeah. And but whereas this is this is a way way more up sure. up from that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just, it's so it's it's a it's 
it's a little enjoyable. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's uh, yeah. It's at the same time, it's not. Uh, it's it's nothing special. Yeah. Yep, completely agree. Um, shall we get to the star ratings? Because this is always the, the fun part of the uh, fun part of the game. Um, yep. Okay. So okay, it's really hard now. We've got a few under our belt because now we have to start trying to like fit them in with others. Yeah. Um, just I, go. Just go with your feeling about about your viewing experience. I, don't don't <laughs> think too much on the others, even though I'm saying that. But I <laughs> yeah. Same yeah. Thing. Um, I enjoyed it more than Waterworld. Facts. Um, so I'm gonna give this a two point seven five rank sixty percent clones out of five. Go, I like the go with, go with your go with your gut, Ryan. You know, say what you believe, and then it's like, what the fuck? Two point seven five. Um, yeah, no, I, as I said, I think there's things to enjoy about this movie. Um, there's a lot to dislike. Mm. So it doesn't it doesn't reach free. It's not it's not a good movie, but it's not terrible. Um, it, I I enjoyed it more than Tommy Boy. I enjoyed it more than Waterworld. Um, yeah, that that's yeah yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that, that's what it is. Two yeah. point two point seven five sixty percent clones out of five. What's yours? All right, Rosie? I'm giving it a two. Two? Okay. Yeah, I it's I I didn't like it. That's, that's fine. I didn't like it. I can't. I I I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe it deserves a little bit higher, but nah. I, I just <laughs> too that's okay. sucked in. That's no. that's what I'm giving it. That's it. Okay. Do, do you remember what you gave Waterworld? Out of curiosity, was that a two? Uh, I reckon it was I, either I'm a two. I think it might have. Was it a two point five? I don't know. Nah, you couldn't have given it that high. We we ate in Waterworld, right? We did. Mm, um, I don't know. Hang on. Let, I'm, I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to start making a list of these. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a little table just so I know. Uh, you know, when we first started this show, and, and I said, "Oh, we're doing a five star rating," and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, five? Are you sure you don't want to do a 10 <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel like I, do, I wish, do you we had wish you'd done gone ten. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, like, yeah, it's again, for, like for me, I think. To uh, th- that, put I think I gave Waterworld two and a half. Um, I prefer this over Waterworld, so I can't give it lower. Um, and I think in places better. I enjoy this more. Like I, I think I enjoy the character and the world more than anything. So I think I'm probably going a little bit easier on it for that. Yeah. And, and because I know that Dread exists and that this can be a success, so maybe I'm going a little bit easier on it. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's my. Am rating. I being too harsh? Am I being too harsh with the two? I don't know. Uh, say what you feel, right? You've done that. No, nah, I'm sticking that. with it. Two. Well, well, yeah. Two for two for Rob Schneider. <laughs> Fuck you, Rob Schneider. Uh, yeah, cool. Judge Dredd done. Alrighty, oh. done. Now I have a hat in my lap. Favorite part of the episode, Fraser. What uh, what hat we talking? I don't know how to describe it, but uh, you remember Charlie Chaplin? What kind oh, of hat did he use like to Because that's what I've got. Is it like a little bowler hat? Like a little pork pork pie bowler hat? Yeah. Kind of yeah. Have I used this hat? I don't think I've used this I, hat. I don't think you have, but that's awfully British of you. I, I, I am running out of hats. <laughs> Is this like, are you now getting to the dregs? Like the, the proper... Pretty uh, much, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, it's you know we're achieving success when uh, you start buying hats. That's what I want to see. When you start buying oh, in the new, oh, I've got a new hat for you this week, Ryan. Uh, here's my. Sorry, giant... I can just start put. I can start using shoes or something. Nice. I will. Yeah, I'll, I will accept any sort of container. You know, I'm not pro <laughs> hats. Like, um, if you've got a, if you've got a box, if you've got a cup. I'm happy if you choose that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good then. If I, if I can move <laughs> on from the hats once I'm done with all of them, I've already, I've already, I'm surprised I've had so many uh, throughout these episodes. You and me both, Fraser. You and me, but I did not know your hat collection was so vast. <laughs> all right, so I am giving them the, I am giving the titles a shuffle in the hat, and I am pulling one out, and I have. The title in my hand. On the next episode, we will be watching and then discussing heavyweights. What the fuck is heavyweights? (laughs) 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 Only the best film ever out of 1995. Yes, we're going to have a good film. Although Uh, I'm nervous about what you're going to think about it. What? Uh, you, You sound happy. So I'm assuming you know about this movie. Well, now, what I like about 1995 <laughs> is that there were a lot of live-action Disney films. Okay. This is one of them. Okay. Now, Heavyweights is something that had so many adult jokes in it that it's, it still stands up today. I've got it on Blu-ray. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> on it's Blu-ray. a great film. Shit. This is uh, yeah. big. This is big, Fraser. I, uh, I just thought yeah, you owned I'm, like I'm, old 1995 DVDs just strewn around no, the house. But I'm really, really excited that we're that we're going to watch a film that I really like, but also at the same time nervous because you were such a wanker about. <laughs> uh, I I am a wanker. That is basically my, uh, my. Sorry. So I've just pulled it up. Ben Stiller is in this movie. Is that he is? He he also did he write it? No, the information. No, apparently he is. Uh, he did not. I th- Judd Apatow. Which is, Judd, uh, yes, yeah. yes, this was very early Judd. Interesting. Yes, yeah, so I'll read out the 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 um the synopsis um according to IMDb <laughs> as always <laughs> and not always accurate. Um, it says plump kids are lured into joining a posh fat camp with the promise of quick weight loss and good times, only to find that the facility is a woodland hellhole run by a psycho ex fitness instructor. Doesn't really sound like a Disney film, does it? <laughs> what? That, Wait, I'm pretty sure it's a Disney film. Uh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't see Disney anywhere, but it is like, it looks like it's one of those kind of like PG, those '90s PG movies, if you know what I mean. I could have. So, oh yeah, no, no, production company, Caribbean oh, yeah, Pictures, yeah, Walt and Disney. Walt Disney yeah, Pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the thing with this film is, um, this came around the time when they were doing the um, the Mighty Ducks films, oh, okay. and like half of the cast of the Mighty Ducks are in this film. So. Ah. Um, which do you did you like the Mighty Ducks? Uh, I wasn't huge into them, if I'm honest. It, it wasn't wasn't my jam. <sighs> You're gonna struggle on this then Am because I? it's that it's that that same kind of okay. humor. The it's the, the, just remember, just, <laughs> just stop being such a serious fucking sad sack with your comic book films. Hey, I, hey, just, hey, just... hey, hey! I like adult movies. All right, it's not just comic. Well, book this movies. is not this is not an adult movie, but I'm saying it holds up. Even as an, I'm an adult, it's a very funny movie, Ryan. And you have it in blue. You have it on Blu-ray, yeah. I have it on Blu-ray, and I I enjoy it to this day. Okay. And I'm really looking forward 
to watching it again. Don't l- listen. So listen, if you're going to shit on that, Ryan, <laughs> if you're going to shit on that, expect to be shut down <laughs> on the next episode. L- listen, Fraser. Because I want you to go in this with a positive attitude. Because remember, it's a Disney film. Oh, sure. And it's a fun film about fat kids with problems. Listen, Fraser. I will give everything a chance. Okay, it will. It, I will give it a fair, a fair chance, just as I gave Tommy Boy. All right. Well, you didn't because you didn't <laughs> like it. I mean, I, I gave it a chance. I gave it a chance, Razor. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, here we are. Heavyweights, it is. Heavyweights, it is. I'm so excited to watch it. Not so excited to do the next episode. But heavyweights <laughs> fans, I've got your back because I'm going to tell you in advance. I'm coming in on the next episode saying yes, indeedy. <laughs> I liked that film. Um, unless unless I watch it and, I, and because I'm thinking about it for the episode, <laughs> looking deep into it, maybe maybe I'm maybe I won't like it. No, I'm, I love it. It's it's my favorite film ever. Uh, I love it. I, um, I love it. Oh God. Yeah, I I I can't promise the same heavyweight fans, but I will watch it okay I, I will do that you know you know i will do that at the very least four or five times if need be um yeah this is a well problem. watch it too much just watch it once just watch it once <laughs> and enjoy it although i've seen it a lot i've seen a lot blu-ray mate blu-ray yeah exactly exactly oh madness Alrighty, so if you guys want to get in touch with us, please do on Twitter at 1995Rewind. That's also the same for our Facebook and Instagram. And our email is 1995Rewind at gmail.com. Oh, God, Ryan's about to say his own damn Twitter, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> you'll find me at uh, Ryan's Rich, uh, 1987 uh, uh, on Twitter. Come, come talk to me, please. Anyone? Please, someone. Please, someone. Yeah, I'm well, just... I noticed you're just harassing. I saw you harassing Devin Sauer, who was in Casper the <laughs> other day. I will harass anyone. Anyone it takes for us to uh, be out there. Be out there. I right? was so tempted just just to put <laughs> Casper alone in the hat this week. Just to pull that out. Just so I could talk about you harassing Devin Sauer. But we'll eventually get to that episode. One day. When I maybe... actually bother putting it in the hat. <laughs> maybe with me, uh, you know, connecting, getting putting it out there maybe he'll maybe we'll give it a listen maybe he'll want to join us nice nah, he's, he, he's too busy he's 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 filming a casper he, sequel. he is not too busy <laughs> if anyone is not too busy it's devon sawyer um yeah yeah twitter guys my twitter is fraser at fraser ruddick <laughs> nailed it well done fraser <laughs> all right we'll be back in two weeks having watched and enjoyed heavyweights bye guys bye have to reconstitute the council we'd like you to consider the first position of chief justice i'm a street judge and i'm very late for work